Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Patrick Sertan is one half of undisputably the best cornerback duo in Miami Dolphins history. He joins us in the Orion Fuels and Downstairs Convenience Source guest line, truly steps beyond convenience. Uh, I mean, Pat, that's that's a good introduction, right? I mean, obviously one half of the best cornerback duo in Dolphins history, correct? Absolutely, no doubt about it. Not even, I mean, not even, like, like I'm not, you know, I'm not being facetious. I'm like, not even close. Patrick Sertan and Sam Madison. You guys last night, you had a little get-together at the stadium for a bunch of fans, right? Yeah, we did, man. It was actually uh, just a question and answer session with uh, with Kim Bullcamper. It was a lot of like 300 uh, fans showed up. I didn't know it was going to be that big, but it was a pretty good time last night. No, man, that's that's a big deal, man. Uh, it's not very often that Pat Sertan and Sam Madison are together and available for the Dolphin fans. I mean, Dolphin fans miss those days where you guys had that had that big time defense when when Jason Taylor is being inducted into the Hall of Fame next month. Uh, do you feel, is there a sense of pride for someone like yourself where you were you were very much uh, uh, a part of his career and his success? Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, we're going to go up there in droves to support him, but it's like he, he made it so all of us made it. And, you know, it's just a situation where, you know, we worked hand in hand, just like when Marino went in, he acknowledged uh, Dupe and Clayton. I'm... I'm looking forward to JT acknowledging me and Sam when he goes up there. Let's see if that happens. And how about with uh, with Coach Jimmy uh, inducting him? That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is, man. Uh, Jimmy drafted JT, Sam, and myself. Uh, also, you know, a couple of other guys who were uh, uh, formidable players on in that era. So, you know, it, it's nice of Jimmy. You know, he he's always been around. Uh, we usually go to his, his fishing tournament he has in Key Largo. So it is nice to see, you know, Jimmy Jimmy giving back uh, to JT. Jimmy Johnson lives the best lifestyle you've ever seen, right, Pat? Oh, man, he does. He, he fishes every day, has his, his Heineken's on deck, and just just living the life. You know, uh, you know when he, when he got out the coaching ranks, you know, he I guess he was looking for some dude. He found his paradise, man, and you know, kudos to Jimmy. Happy for him. Well, you're now you're now in the coaching ranks. I mean, you're you're coaching over there at Heritage. Uh, like, I don't want to say, are you a good coach? But we we were talking about it earlier, where a lot of times it's tough for a great player to wind up being a good coach because sometimes you you may expect something of the kids or of your players mm-hmm. that they're just not physically gifted uh, in a way that you were. So I, I guess I, I will ask it like that. You, you know, how, how has coaching been going for you? Are you able to to adjust to, you know what, some of these kids, they're, they're not as good and they're never going to be as good as Patrick Sertan was? You know what, uh, still learning on the job, you know, because, you know, just, just playing at the high level and, and it's, it's not right, but you kind of expect them to to know what you know. But that that's part of coaching. That's that's part of teaching the kids. And all, like I tell them all, all the time, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not raising a professional athlete. I'm I'm raising a a young man who's gonna you know eventually come back to, to his community and be successful. So, you know, I, I think they take heed to that. But 
sometimes it gets it gets difficult because, like I said, you expect them to know what you know, but you got to you know back off a little bit and understand that they're 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. Pat, have you always known that you wanted to get into coaching post-career? I didn't, actually. Uh, when I retired you know, I was in, in Kansas City, I moved back down here, and I was looking for a place for my son to play Optimus football at. And so just being out there every day, you know, at some point I'm like, man, these guys don't know what they're doing. So, you know, I, I joined at that point and just continued to grow and, and being around the game, then finally got to Heritage. Oh, and then when Mike Rump left to take the UM job, UM defensive back job, you know, it was a, a, a gradual transition. But, you know, I'm loving it, man, just to get a, a chance to impact these young men's lives, you know, it's, very special to him. At what point, like during Optimus football, did you look at the current coach and he kind of just turned his cheek to you and just said, you know what, like, I can't say anything to this guy. This guy knows exactly what the hell he's doing. Probably the second day. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hard to bite your tongue, too, when you're over there and you're like, you, you could tell him what's up? You know, it, it, not not really. Not really because, you know, you know those guys are out there, you know, for the for the pure pleasure of it. But at the same time, you you know a little bit more football than him. So, you know, the, the coach my son had, he he welcomed it. You know, he wanted me to get out there. So I didn't do it the first year. The second year I joined the staff, and uh, it's been smooth sailing ever since. As uh, we got Patrick Satan joining us here, all-time great Miami Dolphin. Now, now as, as head coach there at Heritage, Heritage Football, how do the – losses stick with you? Like, how does how does Pat Sertan, who I'm sure uh, did not like losing when he played for the Dolphins, how do the losses stick with you as a coach? Oh, man, it, it, it's tough. Uh, you know, we, we won three out of the last four state championships, but the one loss that sticks with me was the year that we didn't, didn't win. We lost to Hallandale, terrific game, uh, second round of playoffs, and that would have been – we would have – Four out of four state championships, and the only team in Broward County to do so. So that, that loss really sticks a lot. But we avenged that loss last year and uh, wind up winning the state championship for the third time in four years. So so it sounds like even though you've won state title three out of four years, uh, it sounds like the losing hurts more than the winning feels good. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a, either championship or bust for us. And it's, it's been that way for like the last four or five years. And you know, that, that loss really sticks with me because we had the game in the balance and we were going for some unprecedented. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, we weren't able to pull it out. Why, why is that, though? I mean, you're like most guys say exactly what you just said, that the losing hurts more than the winning feels good. But why is that? I mean, like, it wouldn't it, it'd be so much better if the winning felt better than the losing. <laughs> I know, right? I guess it's just that competitive, you know, nature. I've been like that since I was, since I can remember. If I lost in the... Uh, pluck football and marbles or, or anything, it would, it would hurt more than winning. So I guess it's just a, I carried it over to my adulthood and, and now working with these kids, you know, you because you feel for them more, especially our seniors. When they lost, just to see the looking on their faces, all, all the tears, you know, you, you want better for them. So I guess that's the reason why. So, Pat, I cover a little bit of Conference USA, and I see Southern Miss, and I see your name up in the charts, and all of a sudden I see Patrick Sertain Jr., out there in the mix right now, getting heavily recruited as one of the best high school players around. Uh, any chance that this young man might be going to the University of Miami? <laughs> Absolutely, there's a chance. Uh, you know, I think you he's narrowed it down to like six or seven teams, and U.M. is definitely in there. Uh, the relationship with Coach Rump, 
the, the things that Mark Rick is doing down there in Coral Gables well, in, in changing the culture of the program to get it back how it used to be. You know, it's intriguing. And uh, I'm going to do my due diligence as a dad and a coach to just, you know, take him through the process, let him see everything. But at the end of the day, the, the, the final decision is all on him. So, you know, I'm going to guide him through it, but he, he has to make that decision on his own because he's going to be there for the next three or four years. See, this is another thing that you and, and my fellow co-host here, Jonathan Zazel, have in common. He, he always has this something in common with our guests, and that is oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a father coach as well. He coaches his son's basketball Optimist, team. that's right, Optimist. So how difficult okay. is it to not show favoritism, uh, or actually are you even harder on your son oh, than yeah, the I'm, other I'm, kids? Look, my son's only eight, okay, but I, I'm absolutely hard. <laughs> but, but I'm absolutely harder on him than the other kids. You know, I, I was that way when he was younger, and, and Zaz, I'm, you, you're going to change, trust me. I was that way on him, but at some time, you, you know, you got to let him go. Uh, I was his defensive back coach in high school and his D coordinator, but now I let him go and uh, let, let the other coaches handle him. But I, I'll get my alone time with him in the summer and, and just go over some things with him. But, you know, he, he's the type of guy, he, he's great at taking coaching, whether I was hard on him or not. You know, you know, he he listened to it. He thrived in the situation, so I didn't have a problem with it. But he he knows when when that time comes and it's time for me to to, to raise the voice. You know, he, he's uh, he's open ears. Man, you're gonna love that, Pat. Watching your kid play uh, in college, playing at that level, you're like you're you're probably gonna be so nervous watching those games. More nervous than you ever were playing in games, right? Oh, absolutely. Because like I said, it's. It's a thing where you 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 want your kid to excel. You don't want to make a mistake, but at the same time, you got to understand that football is an imperfect game, especially playing defensive back. He's going to have his ups and downs. He's going to guys are going to catch passes on him. It's just the the mentality that I'm trying to instill in him. Next play mentality to him and the rest of our football players. Let it go. You know things are going to happen in football. Hey, move forward, and you know it's the the consistent play that's going to get you over the hump. So stay consistent. Uh, get in the film room and, and kind of kind of be the cerebral player that I was. You know, the, the thing that, that I think made made me and Sam so special. We we knew what was coming before it actually came, and that's that's what I'm trying to get his game to. We got Pat Sertan joining us here, of course, uh, doing a great job there, head coach at Heritage. Um, we know you're a big NBA fan. Uh, are you are you happy with everything that's going on with the Heat so far this off season? I am, man. Uh, I think the Heat. I don't. I don't know if they're necessarily on Cleveland's level right now in the East, but they're close. They're close. I like signing uh, James Johnson back, Dion Waiters back, and uh, if, if Dion wouldn't have got hurt last year, I think that's why Cleveland was positioning for that that second seed because they didn't want to face the Heat in the first round with with the Heat possibly getting the eighth seed. So uh, I think they have a shot, man. Uh, Spoelstra. It's showing what, what kind of a coach he is. Rouse is doing this thing in the front office, and I think they have a chance to, to compete next year. How about how about Wade? You buy any of this? Or you kind of hoping that Wade returns at some point? I would like to, man, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big D Wade fan, and all. It just didn't seem right that he was in the Chicago Bulls uniform. But we know that's the business of the game. But the way things going, man, with this free agency and and, and guys moving all over the place. Hopefully he can, uh, you know, extend his career and finish his career here where he belongs. 
Finally here, Pat. Uh, Pat Sertan here with us, all-time great Miami Dolphin. Romberg here, he's he's trying his hand a little bit this weekend. He's doing a little bit of coaching because you got Mark Richt and the Hurricanes with the Paradise Camp. You got a bunch of former players who are registered as coaches. Romberg is one of them. Do you have do you have any advice? Uh, you're, you're a real coach. Do you have any advice for Romberg <laughs> for this weekend? Be, be hard on him, man. Be tough on him. But nah, nah. Just like I'm like I, I don't I don't coach, you know, with with an iron fist. I'm I'm kind of more of a a big brother type to these guys because I understand when I play my best ball, I had fun out there. So I give these these guys a platform to have fun. At the same time, when it's time to you know put your head down, you know, put the work in. But I know this this is going to be the, the the purest level of football for these guys, you know, because college and the next level is, is strictly a business. So I try to have fun with them, man. And, and go about it that way. Let them be themselves, Romberg. That's what he's saying. Let them be themselves. Let them play the way they play, right? I'm just going to go. But I know Ron Romberg, I know he's an intense guy, so I know he's going to be all up in their face I'm, and all that. So. Pat, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to bring my own rolls of tape, and if these kids don't come with their hands and wrist tape, I'm going to have to start taping some hands over there. <laughs> Understandably. Well, listen, uh, good luck uh, with your season coming up, of course, at Heritage. Pat, always uh, really good having you on the program. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. Take it easy. All right, Pat. That's Pat Sertan right there. All-time, uh, one of the all-time great Miami Dolphin players. That's, man, he is doing a good job there at Heritage, huh? State championships. And They're balling, man. They're seriously. Doing, uh, and in the, the long list of lineage of, of former NFL players and turned coaches now, that's that's keeping it here in South Impressive. Florida, man. And what's, what's really great about it is a lot of these guys are like Miami, Miami Dolphins. They, they have the opportunity to help keep all of this talent here in, in the bottom of the map. So that's what I'm really looking forward another, to as well. Another professional, former professional athlete. I got something in common with both head coaches. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.